there welcome to physics education today on physics education we'll be discussing newton's third law so we have moved from learning what happens to a body when a zero net force acts on it to understanding how bodies respond when a non-zero external net force acts on them but how do bodies interact with each other fundamentally this is where the third law comes in newton's third law states that if a body body A exerts a force on another body, body B, then body B also exerts a force on body A. And these two forces are equal in magnitude, but act in opposite direction. One body cannot exert a force on another body without experiencing a force itself. That is Newton's third law. Newton's third law applies to both contact forces. That is where the bodies are touching, for example, in frictional forces, tensional forces, or applied forces. And it also applies to long-range forces, that is, where the bodies are not in physical contact, such as gravitational forces, electrical forces, and magnetic forces. Now, Newton's third law gives the same results, whether the two bodies are traced, moving with constant velocity, or accelerating. That is, Newton's third law can be in effect whether the bodies are obeying Newton's first law or obeying Newton's second law. So whether bodies are traced, whether they're moving with constant velocity, or whether they're accelerating, Newton's third law is always present. Bodies cannot exert forces on others without experiencing a force themselves. In describing or designing an equation for the third law, there are certain concepts we must consider. The first is, if a body, body A, exerts a force on another body, body B, then body B exerts a force that is equal in magnitude but opposite in, the, in direction to body A. Action and reaction are equal and opposite. That's the first concept. And the second concept is this. These forces do not act on the same body or system. If we call body A Stefan and call body B Susan, then the force that Stefan exerts on Susan acts on Susan and the force that Susan exerts on Stefan acts on Stefan. This is especially important where the Newton second law is in progress and bodies are accelerating. To determine or calculate the net external force acting on a body, only the forces acting on that body are considered. The forces which the body exerts on other bodies are not considered. So when I want to calculate the net external forces acting on Stefan, I will consider the force that Susan exerts on Stefan, but I will not consider the force that Stefan exerts on Susan. Let's say it again. These forces that are equal in, in magnitude but opposite in direction do not act on the same systems. They do not act on the same bodies. Stefan exerts a force on Susan. The force that Stefan exerts on Susan is acting on Susan. Susan exerts a force on Stefan. The force that Susan is exerting on Stefan is acting on Stefan. So that's why the forces do not cancel. When you're calculating, you know what, what we described as a net, um, net external force, which is the vector sum of all the forces acting on a body. These forces do not cancel because they are not acting on the same body. Body A is exerting a force on body B, which acts on body B. And body B is exerting a force on body A, which acts on body A. When we calculate the net external force acting on body B, 
we do not include the force that it exerts on body A, but we include the force that body A exerts on it. I'm sure that's clear. So that these are the two important concepts guiding our equation design. So the equation for the Newton's third law is this. If the force that body A exerts on body B is written as F subscript AB, that's body A acting on, exerting force on body B, and the force that body B exerts on, on body A is written as F subscript BA, then FAB equals minus FBA. The forces are equal in magnitude, but opposite in direction. FAB equals minus FBA. Let's take it again. The force that body A exerts on body B is equal in magnitude to the force that body B exerts on body A, but opposite in direction. So FAB equals minus FBA. Now, let's move on to an illustration. If a mountain climber ties a heavy object at the end of a rope and throws it up as far up the mountain as he possibly can, if the rope hinges and he decides to use it to help himself up the mountain, if he pulls down on the rope using a force of 500 Newton, what is the magnitude of the force with which the rope pulls upon him? Our equation FAB equals minus FBA. The forces are equal in magnitude but opposite in direction. So the rope will pull up on him using a force of 500 Newton. If all other forces acting on the body are considered negligible, then the net force acting on that body, on the climber, will be 500 Newtons. And depending on the mass of the climber, he will accelerate accordingly. This, remembering second law and all we've done there. So the rope pulls up on the climber with a force of 500 Newton. As the climber pulls down on the rope with a force of 500 Newton. Pull up, pull down. Listen to my language, pull up, pull down. The climber pulls down on the rope using a force of 500 newtons. And so the rope pulls up the climber using a force of 500 newtons. Now, if all other forces acting on the climber are considered negligible, that means the net force acting on the climber will be 500 newtons. And depending on the mass of the climber, remembering the Newton's second law, the man will accelerate accordingly. Is that clear? Now, there's a life lesson here. If you always feel that you're constantly receiving negative energy or vibes, maybe it's time to look inwards. Since bodies receive the same magnitude of force that they exert on others, it could be that you receive negative energy because that's what you give out. I'll say that again. If you're constantly receiving negative energy or vibes, Maybe it's time to look inwards. Since bodies receive the same magnitude of force that they exert on others, it could be that you receive negative energy because that's what you give out. Moving on, let's look at the second illustration, rowing a boat. So considering the knowledge you now have of the Newton's third law, why do you think we paddle a boat by pushing the water backwards? I'll give you 10 seconds to think about an answer and then I'll discuss it. Now, in answering this, remember that according to Newton's third law, bodies exert forces on other bodies 
and in response, these bodies exert forces on them. These forces are equal in magnitude but act in opposite direction. Action and reaction are equal and opposite. Therefore, by pushing the water backwards using the paddle, we expect the water to push back on the paddle and thus the boat, causing the boat to move forward. If we apply a greater force to the paddle, we expect a greater propelling forward force on the boat. If we push back on the water, the water pushes us forward. Equal in magnitude force, but opposite in direction. Push back on the water, the water pushes forward on us. And that is the science behind rowing a boat. In concluding Newton's laws of motion, I would like to quickly mention mass and weight. In the Newton's second law, while discussing it last week, I ran into a common misconception, which is misusing mass and weight. Misusing mass and weight. Mass is a natural property of a body. It's a measure of the matter content of a body. However, weight is a force. So mass is measured in kg while weight is measured in newtons. So it's wrong to say a body weighs 6 kg. Mm -mm. Weight is a force exerted on a body having mass by the pull of the earth. It is the gravitational force that the earth exerts on the body. Now remember from Newton's third law, it holds whether the bodies are in contact or not. The earth is always exerting the force on us because we are in the earth's spectrum. And in return, we are always exerting the force on the earth. So weight is the gravitational force that the earth exerts on us. And from Newton's second law, we have the equation that force equals mass times acceleration. The acceleration due to gravity has been measured variously and is giving us an average of 9.8 meters per second square. So usually, the weight acting on the body will be acceleration due to gravity multiplied by the mass of the body. It's very important that I distinguish this so that we don't run into making the mistake of saying a body weighs 6 kg. A body weighs 6 newtons but a body has a mass of 6 kg. Weight is a force. Mass is an inertial property. Its SI unit is kg and the SI unit of weight as all forces is newton. This is just to help you in your day-to-day -day conversations and also when you answer questions your professor asks what does a body weigh i want a light bulb to go off in your head and you remember that weight is a force weight is a force thank you so much for listening and that is where we call it today today on physics education until next time practice physics